This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Shalom and welcome to Practical Spirituality here in the Old City of Jerusalem at Asia Torah overlooking the Temple Mount. So there I was lighting Hanukkah candles to secular, for secular groups of Israelis that were coming from all over the country, from the Golan Heights to from Eilat and everywhere in between. There were secular groups coming to my Hanukkah lighting where I was being extra friendly and being like a good representative of the Haredi world, making everyone have nice and warm feelings about the Jewish people, about Hanukkah lighting, etc. And But what happened was the elderly of my community, where I live in a in like a fiddler on the roof shtetl in the middle of Jerusalem, the elderly of the community were really excited about this, and they felt um, they felt that this was the way to the best way you could possibly, uh, um, how do you say, uh, Nisa, the best way to publicize. publicize the miracle of Hanukkah was having all these secular groups come right to your door and and enjoy the Hanukkah lighting and the music and everything, and I'd play guitar for them and speak to them. Anyway, but the younger generation, who are like the real Haredi people, they were really not happy with these groups. And they would call them, they would call them um, Greeks. They would yell at them. They would call them Mityavnim, which is Hellenized Jews. They would yell at the, at the groups coming to our neighborhood that they were Hellenized Jews. They were Mityavnim, and, and they were even throwing water balloons on them. And, like, and the kids were getting into it because the parents were into it. The parents were getting aggressive, aggressive and the kids were getting aggressive and I was feeling this insane stress over this whole thing because it seems so natural to me that if people are going to come you might as well reach out to them and be nice but why would you be mean to them and so I was really torn and I was torn also in deeper ways because because these people the secular Israelis who were coming were shared my background because I wasn't raised observant so so it was like they were throwing water balloons on me and so, or at least on my family or on my friends I grew up with, like it, you understand? But, but meanwhile, do I stick up for these people and still give them a nice Hanukkah? Because I don't live with these people. They're just on a tour. They're paying for some tour that the tour guide is capitalizing on our community and on me. And they're going to all go back to their hometowns while I'm going to deal with, I live with my neighbors. Like we, we really live together. And so here I am like upsetting my neighbors by being friendly to these people. So, what would you do? Well, I decided to speak to my Rebbe. So I went to the Rav Noach Weinberg and I spoke it out with him and I asked him, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, should I be with them, the, these people, or should I be with them, with my neighbors? Which side do I go on? And you know what he did? He did something that only he can do. He, well... He sits up high in his chair, his keeper kind of comes up like that, and he looks really angry, and it's super scary. And But I'd, I'd just I'd pay a million dollars to have it happen again, because he passed away 10 years ago on this day. But Rav Noach Weinberg pointed at me like this, and he says, it's your fault. I just wasn't expecting that. And I said, what, what's my fault? He says, it's your fault, Yom Tov. And I said, why is it my fault? He said, that, how is it possible that 
Yom Tov Glazer lives for 15 years in a community, and they don't understand how important outreach is. What are you doing over there? What are you playing, whack-a-mole? You know what whack-a-mole is? You know what whack-a-mole is? Anyone here doesn't know what whack-a-mole is? You know, you also know what whack-a-mole is. You just don't know it was called that. You know, in, in front of, like, shopping centers and supermarkets, they have games for kids to play outside. So it's, it's got holes, and the thing pops its head on, you have to bang it, and it disappears, and you've got to get it in the next one, and every time you bang it, you get a point. Whack-a-mole. Oh, Whack-a-mole. So, <laughs> what are you playing, whack-a-mole, asked the Rosh Hashiva? I mean, are you just hiding from your neighborhood? You're not sharing with them the importance of outreach? And I knew once again he's right. I mean, he just had this way of seeing things. He could dissect a situation and get it, the issue like that. And he did. And so I said, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I, didn't, I have not said anything about outreach in my community ever. I just don't feel in position to do that. You know, I'm, I'm in a very like ancient 200-year-old community of people who are connected to Torah from time immemorial. And who am I to walk in from, you know, a BT from Los Angeles and start telling them how important something is. But I took the lesson, and Hanukkah ended, but I knew that I would have to do something by next Hanukkah. So the following Hanukkah, I took care of the issue. What I did was, I, I did something very sneaky and uh, a little bit of manipulative, uh, but it was worth it for the cause, is what I did was I first went to one of the fathers, uh, you know, the communities, all the fathers of the community. So I went to one of the fathers who was most against the, these tour groups, and I asked him if he would host a, host a, a uh, town meeting of all the fathers about this issue of secular groups coming to the shtetl. And so he said he would host it. So my next trick was I went to the biggest rabbi, the el most elderly rabbi of the whole community, but the one who's against it. Because all the rabbis basically were passing away from the generation that still believed in the Jewish people. So that elderly generation that believes in the Jewish people were kind of gone. So I took the next oldest rabbi who was against the groups. And I asked, I told him there. <laughs> This is where I was a little manipulative. I said, there's a meeting going on. Meanwhile, the only one invited is the host. But I said, there's a meeting going on by all the community about these secular groups coming in. <clears throat> and he says, I'll be there. So once he's there, every, everyone has to come. <laughs> because if, he's, if his name's on the ballot, everyone's got to be, everyone's got to come in and vote. So, so everyone did come in. And they all sat around this table, and I specifically sat myself a little to the right of the head table. And they're all looking around, who's, who's, who's the master of ceremonies here? Which was me. So I finally spoke up, and I said, um, I spoke up, and I said that uh, we're going to have the rabbi speak, and then we're going to go around the table, and everyone's going to give their opinions to, um, everyone's going to give their opinions of what they think of the groups. So they just went around one at a time, all the way around the table, uh, speaking against reaching out to these groups. And when it finally got to me, <coughs> I had been taking notes the whole time, so I knew everyone's points. 
And I spent 10 minutes refuting every point that anyone made, and then I went on for another half hour to explain the importance of outreach from a Torah perspective, like how many mitzvahs we fulfill from the actual Torah just in reaching out. And, and, and some possible compromises I could make in how I'm doing things. Because uh, I was doing it inside the courtyard where we all live, and people just couldn't even get in their doors because there was like literally five, six, seven hundred people in the courtyard. So I could do it on the other side of my house, where it's just on the street side, where there's no cars anyway, and just do it there. <coughs> so I just want to tell you that that was about ten years ago or more since the rabbi passed away ten years ago. So that was, let's say, twelve years ago. The, uh, this year, my wife and I took a walk around the neighborhood, which we never do, just to see all the Hanukkah lights. And we walked around to see the Hanukkah lights. We found tour groups being, tour groups being spoken to by these same fathers who were sharing about Hanukkah to the tour groups. We found, we found probably about 10 of the houses, we're not a big neighborhood, about 10 of the houses, maybe eight of the houses, had big signs that they had posted explaining the, the miracle of Hanukkah to the tour groups that would be walking by. This has already been like 12 years. And, oh, by the way, that, that year was the end of all problems for the tour groups. But it's gotten to the point now, 12 years later, that the, the actual community is reaching out to the, uh, to the people. So, this class was called, It's Your Fault. So, it's your fault. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.